Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is September 30th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, a government funding update. Number two, two news nuggets you need to know. And number three, a vulnerable House Democrat unloads on the DCCC. Let's get into it. Number one, government funding update. The government runs out of money today. Uh, nothing like doing things on a deadline, but it looks like the government will be funded. The government is going to be funded. Um, let's just be clear about that. The Senate passed the government funding bill yesterday. Remember, this this uh, government funding bill lasts until December 16th, which is coincidentally my birthday. Congress always finds a way to screw up my birthday. Thank you very much. Um, and the Senate passed this 72 to 25, a huge bipartisan vote. Um, and the Senate got out of town until Election Day. Number So now the number is going to be much smaller in the House of Representatives. I caught up with Kevin McCarthy yesterday, uh, as I do on most days, and he said he would they were they would be an overwhelming no on this spending package. It's not really that controversial. Uh, I also caught up with Steny Hoyer, as I tend to do most days, and he said uh, he's not surprised by McCarthy and the House Republicans voting against this bill. Um, again, this is a, not very controversial. This is a short-term stopgap measure that literally all it does is keep the government funded. Um, it, it does include some money for Ukraine, uh, uh, a renewal of FDA user fees. There's some other cats and dogs, as they like to say on Capitol Hill, uh, that are included in this. Uh, this is kind of interesting. We, Kate Granger, the top Republican on the Appropriations Committee, the House Appropriations Committee, told us initially she would vote yes on this. And then, like, 24 hours later, told the House Republican conference she was going to vote no. I don't really know what's up with this um, uh, and why they why they uh, uh, why Republicans are against it. They want to make Dem Democrats carry it on their own. Uh, let me just add one more thing here. Um, the big fight in the lame duck and the Biden administration needs to be cognizant of this. Um, the two things the Biden administration should be cognizant of. Number one, there's going to be a huge push uh, among Republicans to not do an omnibus bill. Now, the Democrats want to do an omnibus, and many Republicans, frankly, want to do an omnibus spending bill that funds the government until October, until September 30th, so a year from today of 2023. Um, House Republicans inexplicably, inexplicably and stupidly, the right wing of the House Republican Conference wants to do a, a short-term spending bill that just carries government funding until... Uh, sometime in January. So if Kevin McCarthy's elected speaker, the first thing he'd have to deal with was a shutdown threat. It's idiotic, just absolutely idiotic. But the que the question to us, the question to, uh, based on our reporting, is whether ha Senate Republicans pick up that cause because House Republicans in the lame duck will have more leverage, but not a ton of leverage. So um, that's number one. Number two, the thing I'm looking out for is whether the Biden administration gets smart here and does tries to do a a debt ceiling deal on the lame duck. Now, um, if John Bresnahan was listening to this, uh, he would just slap me upside the head, metaphorically, obviously not literally, and say there's no reason for Biden to do that. But uh, there's an argument to make that that the debt ceiling is going to be a huge inflection point for Kevin McCarthy if he's speaker, and if the White House truly doesn't want to <laughs> doesn't want to see a uh, a debt limit crisis, then they would do some sort of deal. Um, now. The other argument is Biden could be, you know, could actually benefit politically from a debt ceiling crisis to show how crazy in in their view this is what the White House says House Republicans are. But again, that's like, you know, uh, that's a really high high risk situation. I don't anticipate a, a, a debt ceiling 
steal in the lame duck. Uh, although, again, I can and I guess I just did make the argument that it would be smart for the administration. Number two story of the day. Two news items we thought you should know about. I'm going to cheat here and combine two of them into one headline. Will Dunham, who is the top policy hand to House Majority, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, is leaving the Hill for Brownstein, Hyatt, Farber, and Shrek, which is a top lobbying firm um, both in D.C. and uh, across the country based in Denver. Uh, it's a big pickup for BHFS. Uh, they have hundreds of, of lobbying clients. They are a big a big deal in D.C. And this is the first or one of the first major signs that um, K Street is really preparing for a House Republican takeover. Um, Dunham, it's, it's difficult to... Uh, to overstate how important Dunham is to McCarthy's orbit. He was uh, McCarthy's top policy hand on every negotiation, every every four-quarter negotiation, uh, and a very senior person in that office. Um, This is a firm that also employs Brian McGuire, who was the chief of staff to to Mitch McConnell, Nadim Alshami, who uh, was the chief of staff to Nancy Pelosi, also a spokesman for Nancy Pelosi many years ago. And they have a relationship with Barry Jackson, the uh, former chief of staff to John Boehner. Um, McCarthy announced this yesterday at a House Republican conference meeting and got a big round of applause. Uh, Dunham got a big round of applause because he's been so critical to the efforts of um, uh, House Republicans on policy. Very quickly, the Senate's bipartisan election reform bill continues to pick up some pretty big sponsors on both sides of the aisle. Um, we This morning, exclusively, we have a new list, which includes Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, Amy Klobuchar, Roy Blunt, John Thune, and John Cornyn, which is very big, uh, Mark Kelly, Tom Carper, Catherine Cortez Masto, and Dianne Feinstein. Now, the whole deal here is that the Senate is trying to show that they are the main game in town, and people should ignore the House's uh, election reform bill. Uh, John Thune told us yesterday, the Senate bill is the version. There's not going to be a conference. There's not going to be a negotiation. If this gets done, it's going to be the Senate version. Now, Republicans, as we noted a million times, do not want anything to do with the House bill, which, by the way, not coincidentally, was authored in part by Liz Cheney, the Republican from Wyoming. Um, so there is a effort for the Senate group to really show their dominance here and show that their their bill is the only way to go. Um, and we expect that'll continue into the lame duck. Number three story of the day. This is an interesting item. Uh, Tom O'Halloran, Democrat of Arizona. We got hold of a video of him holding a Zoom fundraiser in which he has he criticized the DCCC for spreading their wings too far. He basically says that the DCCC is trying to defend too many incumbents um, and is not able to uh, support him because they're trying to defend 78 red to blue seats or frontliners. Um, very interesting video. I don't want to go through the entire transcript, but he hits all the notes here for House Democrats. He says the D trip is too spread thin, that they're being outraised on the outside group front, that CLF, the Congressional Leadership Fund, the House Republican Super PAC, is significantly outraising the House Majority PAC, which is true. I think they've raised twice as much as them, which is this is kind of a longer term problem for the Democrats. They need to figure out how to raise more money into uh, HMP. Maybe that'll change at some point, but we've seen no sign. 
lines of that. Anyway, check this out. Tom O'Halloran is one of the most uh, endangered incumbents in the country, according to uh, election watchers. And um, he's clearly frustrated. So check that out. We have the video in Punchbowl News this morning. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. You better. Have a great day and stay safe.